Did you ever wonder what the role of humor was when it comes to communication? And sometimes you just want to say something to somebody, but it's impossible to get the message across. And you say a joke or you say a little sarcasm and all of a sudden it opens up the door. I always wonder why that is and why sometimes things when they're said with a huge smile on your face or said in jest are much more acceptable and we're much more you know, accepting of it than, than something that's said straight. And while I appreciate straight communication, I think there's also a place for, for humor. Welcome to the Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron Wogelinter. And I'm Chaim Simcha. Nowadays, we are constantly communicating and in conversation with everyone around us. We are two extroverts and conversation lovers exploring the depths of human connection, communication, and the soft skills needed on a daily basis. This is the Meta Conversation, a conversation about conversations. So tune in and join the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron Wogelinter. And Chaim Simcha, let's talk about the place of humor in communication. Definitely a place for humor. So I wanted to give you, I wanted to tell you like this story that I'm sure you knew, and I'm sure you know, and I'm sure you tell your children, but I think that it gives uh, a little bit of context or it gives like an idea of how we communicate. Um, We know the story of the emperor's clothing, right? These two weavers came to the king and they said, you know, anybody who's a fool won't be able to see our, uh, our clothing. But if you're smart, then you can see it. And they, continued, they started weaving for the emperor these new, these new special clothing. And it was taking them weeks and weeks. And the king kept on coming and, and looking um, in their room where they were weaving. How's my clothing coming along? And they say, oh, look, look how beautiful it is. And there was nothing there. But to not look like a fool, the king would, and all of his... And all of his people would say, it looks great. Until the day came and it was the big procession and they brought these beautiful clothing that the king spent millions of dollars on. And these two weavers pretended to put it on the, the emperor and put it on the king and they put it on beautifully and they, they really had it down pat how to put on this fake clothing. And the king the, the whole while was saying, wow, how beautiful. And all of his people, wow, how gorgeous. Look at the colors, look at the... Look at the texture. And the king went out without any clothing and started walking down the street. And everybody was, oh, wow, you know, look how smart the king is. And everybody didn't want to look stupid. And therefore, we're letting the king continue doing what he was doing. And until one child came and said, you know, you guys are a bunch of idiots and there's nothing there. And nobody could admit that there wasn't anything there. And while it's a story and there's a lot of, you know, character and there's a lot of morals of the story, uh, both on the swindlers and both on the king and what it is to be stupid, I think that these swindlers and these weavers were teaching a lesson. And I think that the lesson wouldn't be able to be taught in any other way. And the lesson they wanted to give to the king and tell the king that he was stupid or a fool wouldn't be able to be done. Imagine if these two swindlers and these two weavers came into the room of the king and said, you're an idiot. Off with your head. Right? There's no space for straight up communication. But when you show somebody and you 
and you develop this idea and you may have buy-in on the idea and in a humorous way you get them to realize it on their own so i think that there's a lot of a lot of power there and that's where i was thinking of humor in the terms of communication being able to get your idea over to somebody um so what do you what do you think about that so first of all i think the story is fantastic um there's so much that there's so much in there the interesting thing is that humor has a very big role and in talmudic law so in gemara one of the rabbis the previous generation he said that you should start every a lecture with a milsa de with a joke or a lighthearted comment now like you were saying before what that does is it opens people up it gives people the ability to actually be receptive um and i think it's super interesting because it's when people are in a better mood they're more receptive to everything so to take a side note when people have a drink or have a lechaim and they're sitting around the table it's people are a lot more receptive when they when they when when they have one drink in them and i'm not talking about like you know uh, drinking till you're out cold but um but what does it do it puts you in a better mood so humor definitely does that it does when it's put correctly so let's circle back to what's not sarcasm is very very good when used correctly with the right people so there are a lot of people in the world who can't pick up on sarcasm and it's not like anyone's fault it's just that's how they are they're very very straight-laced people um very no nonsense or whatever it is and they don't get that type of humor if you say something which is sarcastic they'll take it as an insult that's not a good thing that is definitely not a good thing because insulting people is never a good thing that comes to online is communication is sarcasm always to make someone feel stupid like sarcasm is always no. taking the known and turning it turning it on its head so it's always i know something you don't is that always sarcasm i don't think so my family is very very sarcastic so my uncles right and they'll go after whatever it is and i smile i get the joke and then i turn it back on them and they appreciate it when you have that sense of humor you appreciate a good a good dig a good a good way of putting things but when you don't then it's very very difficult if you have to explain a sarcastic comment then you probably screwed up right and it's not because that sarcasm is based on on like an understood truth we all understand exactly. that you know cars go forward and then when you make the joke oh it goes backwards like it's only funny because we all agree that it goes forward but if not everyone agrees then the joke is not funny because you're now the joke is the truth and that's not very funny right and if somebody feels 
if you see that somebody was offended by a joke that you made, even if you made it in jest, apologize. There's no shame in apologizing. Yeah, if your joke fell flat, it's fine and do it because it's not worth ruining a relationship or putting a crack in a relationship over a joke which fell flat. So going back to talking straight versus humor, I personally feel that humor is super, super, super useful at, to relieve tension. So True. you can have an investor meeting and there's five people on a call and everybody is these high powered people. And I've been on calls like this and they're talking about this and then they're talking about that. And it's, it's, but they're not like really connecting. And then if like, like you get that three seconds of the perfect like setup and you throw in one joke and then boom, Everything melts away and everything melds together because people feel more open. It goes back to the bottom line. People will feel more open after they laugh. If you want to get into like um, <clears throat> detail, people feel it's healthier to laugh than it is to frown. It goes to muscles and endorphins, et cetera, et cetera. But if you, if you laugh and if you're you're smiling, then people feel better. Now, another thing that people might not know, if you are doing sales calls, the person on the other side of the phone will feel your smile. Right. Yeah, as we were saying that today also, that um, people feel your passion. It's also a similar thing. Like it's people, people know what you're feeling when you're, uh, when you're doing it. And if you're smiling, if you're humor... Um, that definitely goes, that definitely goes a far, a far way. So like, what are, what are certain ways that we could, for me, this kind of conversation always pushes me to use humor more, uh, for sure on LinkedIn, I'm a little buttoned up and, and using humor, self-effacing humor, or even just mocking ideas. I think it does, it does help connect with people, uh, when they laugh. I don't know if it's, so I thought of different things. Like for me, it's comments. Comments could be funny. Comments could place to be funny, um, to state the obvious or to, or to bring up something that wasn't wasn't previously thought of. Um, that could be funny, but also, like its own posts. You know, you can actually do hum humor posts. Like, take a break for a minute from what you're usually doing and and have a full post that's just humor, just funny. For sure. What you mentioned before, Aaron, was I think it's super important. Self-effacing humor. So I personally am very, very into that mm -hmm. uh, because if I'm not going to laugh at myself, who is? And I probably do the best job of it. Uh, and it's people ask me who I am. So right, hi, I'm Chaim Simcha or Jinji, which is redhead or hey, you. Um, but that's like if you, if you preempt humor and you're fine with who you are somebody with shouldn't make fun of themselves and feel bad about it if you're feeling good about yourself if you're feeling strong with yourself then you can use self-effacing humor if not don't do it just my personal opinion like from what i've seen if 
if you do preempt that, you take away other people's power. So I heard this from Rabbi Torsky in Milwaukee. Um, and uh, it was actually interesting. It was uh, a long time ago. And he, I heard it from him a long time ago. He told me when he was growing up, he was a little kid in Milwaukee going to public school and little Hasidish kid with payas, um, sidelocks, uh, and he very obviously Jewish. Most of his class was um, was not, and he he used to make the jokes, and everyone used to laugh. He took away the power from anyone who was going to bully him. And that's a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to be very, very strong with yourself in order to do that. So it's not simple. But humor is also sometimes, a lot of the times, it's nuance. Right. So nuance on social media is not always the best idea because people don't always pick up on nuance. Especially like in, in uh, what's going on nowadays, like people won't necessarily read in between the lines. You say something and then boom, all of a sudden you get blasted and you're like, but that's not what I meant. Like, but that's what you wrote. And it's like, make sure that the person or the people who you're talking to will get this very, very clearly. Because if not, then that can definitely backfire. Yeah, I spend a lot of time watching, like, it's it's totally true what you're saying um, in terms of the nuance. So, yeah, I watch mm -hmm. a lot of, I've been obsessed with, um talking about obsession today, but I'm obsessed with a lot of this show. It's called Kill Tony, and it's, he's a comedian. He basically sets up a panel each week, and he invites on brand new comics, and they come up, and they give, you know, they give their 60 seconds, and then he interviews them. So it's called a podcast because of the, interview skills that he has but the point is is that the line between what's funny and what's not funny is so so thin it could be the same joke it could be and it's all about delivery it's all about the person saying it so humor is this is 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 a really like fickle line it's super super hard to 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 get it and to hit it on the on the head so uh yeah to definitely be aware of that online that Sometimes your hilarious joke might not go over sure. well on uh, on a LinkedIn post or in a comment or something like that. For sure. And not only that, Aaron, but it's also a matter of culture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's humor? What we might think is funny growing up in Orthodox, Jewish, whatever, for somebody who grew up in South America or for somebody who grew up in the GCC or in Europe, it might be offensive. You really want to be very cognizant of who you're telling this joke to. And it's 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 interesting because a lot of a lot of content creators will stay away from from that. Yes. Because and and again, not the comedians will use humor and they usually don't care if people are offended. Right. So it's... Well, there are 
There are those comedians out there, which is very interesting. There are those comedians out there, and I'm not getting political. I'm just saying there are comedians who do care not to offend people. And ultimately, it's not a safe space. And it's not as funny, in my opinion. Because you have yes. to have that you have to and have that kind of ability not like humor humor is a little bit uh, abrasive. Yes and no. So I agree with the premise. I don't agree that everything should be just okay, this is humorous. I saw a non observant Jewish comedian who was joking about the Holocaust. That's not funny because my family was killed in the Holocaust. My friends' families were killed in the Holocaust. There is, I believe there's always a line that you don't cross. And that's why I said cultural, cultural sensitivities, there are, there are definitely, I think that there's a, very, there, there's a box of good taste. Nowadays, you don't find that so much anymore. Okay. Well, this is really cool, and I, I, uh, I'm wondering if any of our of our listeners have any ideas on how to use communi- uh, humor in communication. And that's a, it's a wonderful subject. It's a wonderful topic. So, for sure, if you have any any ideas on how to effectively convey humor online whether written or in comments let us know because we're looking for it thank you for listening to another episode of the art of the conversation where we're having conversations about having conversations what tips tricks what works and what doesn't work Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode, and in the show notes, you're going to see a link to our LinkedIn post. Please go and join us in the conversation. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Feel free. Offer some other things we should talk about. Join the conversation. 